Hey everybody, it's Doug and Renee and welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Each episode is designed to encourage, uplift, and motivate you to thrive in your marriage and single life. Be blessed. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Hey. <laughs> you actually was not ready. Uh, you didn't respond. I just assumed that you were ready. So we are ready to go, ready to do this. Another week, another new month. Mm-hmm. You actually uh, was not ready. Okay. Do we need to hit the pause? No, do no. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. Okay. All righty. Hey everybody! All right, this is what right. we do. Yeah, this what this is what he does. Hey, this is what we do. I'm just along for the ride. We, we are a team of we. Okay, team of we. <laughs> team of we. All right. So today is the <laughs> first Sunday in the month of May. So May is the fifth month. Today is the seventh day, and it's the year 2023. Okay, and you may not be listening to it on a Sunday. But we're recording it. On the seventh day, and uh, somebody might listen to this in 2024. Yeah. Okay. So the numbers starting to add up, right? The five, the seven, the 20, the 23. Let's tell the people what our next topic is, (laughs) because I don't know where he's going with that. I don't know either. We are going to talk about the will to do it. Do what, dear? Whatever it is, whether it's stay buried or whether it's actually for single people, you might want to re, what's the word I look for? Go back out into, start dating. I guess that's the word. I'm. Open your heart back up. Yeah. Be willing to be willing. explore love again. Yes. Yes. Love isn't lost. <laughs> yes. So we're going to talk about the will to do it. Uh, you got to have you got to have a will to want to one get married, to stay married, and so we just want to, you know, and like I just said, for our single people, we want to, you know, maybe you just kind of closed off and said, "This is it for me." For whatever reason, I'm not doing it. I tried it; it didn't work. You know, so on and so forth. Um, did you try it with Jesus as far as putting him first in all your ways, acknowledging him in all your ways and letting him direct your path? Or was it something you decided to do or you wanted to do? And you was like, Lord, I want you to bless whatever I do. You know, my actions, I want you to bless this because I, you know, for whatever reason, wanted to get married. My girlfriends will get married, sorority sisters getting married, whoever, um, Soros uh, getting married. And so we were just like, hey, let's get married. And it didn't work out for whatever reason. And now, you know, you kind of said, eh, that wasn't for me. And now here it is five, 10, 15 years later. And even, you know, three or four years later, it's like, well, maybe opening yourself back up, opening your heart back up, doing it God's way instead of, trying to do it yourself. That's where I'm coming from, or that's where we're coming from with this. So, okay. 
And I was thinking when you were saying that, so, <laughs> so the will to do it. And I was sitting here thinking about will, uh, free will. God has given us all a free will. And that means that we can make decisions and make choices, either choosing to do the will of God <laughs> or doing our own will. And free will basically is the power of acting without the constraint. Uh, of necessity or fate, the ability to act at one's own discretion. That's free and will? And that is free will. And is that, what is that definition from? Dictionary.com? Dictionary. Okay. Dictionary, yeah. Okay. Um, so free will. And he made me lose my train of thought. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so we can, we have the discretion to make decisions um to the last topic we talked about was never give up mm-hmm. and never give up is something that you have to choose. Um, the will to finish something, the will to go back and do something, the will to stick out your marriage, the will to change the will to pray. All of that is at your discretion. You have the ability to choose right and wrong. That is a free will. And what we want to encourage you today is exercise your free will, but make sure you're doing it God's way because your will can lead you down a path that's not the right choice. Mm -hmm. And so the will to do it, you want to make sure that as you're using your discretion, that you are making godly um, sound decisions for whatever your it is. You know, you said discretion, and I'm going to put back a word you always use, discernment. Um, Use your discernment also. Pray and ask God for discernment, discernment, excuse me, so that you don't go out and make the same decisions again that you made previously. We want you all to be able to, to um, if you're married, we want you to have a great marriage. We want your marriage to go above and beyond. You know, we want people to look at your marriage and see, you know, see Christ in the church in your marriage. If you choose to say single, you know, we want your singleness. We want you to be whole in your singleness. But if you're not at those levels, but you aspire to be at those levels, um, whether you're single, married, you know, it's going to take the will, it's going to take your will to do it. And to piggyback off what Renee was saying, last week, last week, well, it was last week, last month we talked about never give up. So this is kind of sort of a continuation of don't give up. And there's going to be, have, there's going to have to be a part of you that you have to dig deep in to continue to say, I am not going to give up. This is, you know, I'm going to will this thing. I'm mm-hmm. going to, I'm, I'm not giving up on my marriage. I'm, I'm willing to stick it out. Yeah, I'm willing to stick it out because it's just a season. I don't know how long seasons last. I can't tell you how long the season is going to last, but I do know seasons don't last forever. And we want to help you. We want to encourage you. We want to inspire you. We want to motivate you. 
We want to exhort you all those words that we want to see your marriage succeed. We want to, if you choose to stay single, that's fine. But I don't want you, and I think when God gave us this topic, we don't want you to be so closed off that it's like, you know, this will never happen or I'm just not that person. You are that person if you want to be that person to find love, but you have to reconcile it in your mind, in your heart that, you know what, God, I'm going to do this your way. And when your time, on your time, on your schedule, and it'll happen when it's supposed to happen with whom it's supposed to happen with, if that makes sense. Right. And I I think it's important for you to, um, the people we're talking to, we think it's important for you to examine, do a self-examination of who you are and where you are and examine your willingness to fight for what is right, your marriage, to um, fight through the frustrations. And I don't mean fight with your spouse. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, just fighting the good fight of faith, as the Bible tells us. And so you have to have the will to push past yourself to persevere in your relationship, to persevere in your singleness, to persevere at business, to persevere in life. You have to sometimes push past what feels comfortable. Sometimes we get comfortable and we get complacent and we don't allow ourselves to have a strong enough will to push past complacency and laziness and Mm -hmm. apathy and all of those things to make it work because marriage is work and you have to be willing to work (laughs) at your relationship. You have to be willing to work on yourself And I think, again, it's important for you to do a self-observation, self-reflection, and say, where am I at in my will? Am I strong in my willingness to fight for what's right, to push past what feels uncomfortable? Now, I don't want to repeat myself, but um, again, just I think it's important to examine the type of person you are when it comes to your will your free will, your attitude, your ability to um, adapt the fruit or make sure you are mm-hmm. walking in the fruit of the Spirit, not adapt the fruit of the Spirit, but have the fruit of the Spirit. Um, a couple of weeks ago, Dr. Anderson was talking about, because I hear I hear somebody saying this, and I'm going to um, just let me preface what I'm about to say. He was talking about uh, Peter casting out the boat, and he was like, they came, and they didn't catch any fish, but Jesus told them to go back out. Mm-hmm. Casting the net. Casting the net. Yeah, not casting the boat. Casting the net. And Jesus told them to do it again, but because Jesus told them to do it, they caught so much fish, and they had to get a second boat, and so on and so forth. And so to the person or persons that are listening, saying, I tried this before, and you know it didn't work, all I could tell you is what, you know, I feel like the Lord has us talking about this for a specific purpose is try it again, but make sure you put Jesus in it. Make sure Jesus is the priority before you do whatever it is you're about to do again. Lord, I'm about to put you, Lord, I'm going to put you first. Lord, I'm going to, you know, make sure I 
or we tithe and, you know, pay our offering before we do X, Y, Z, one, two, three, whatever. I mean, again, we're not your pastors. We're not receiving any money. No tithes, no offerings are coming here. But you, God is a God of order. You know, let everything be done decently and in order, right? I know that's the scripture. Um, so you just want to make sure everything is in order and you have the will to do it and the will to do it and the will to do it. I've said that three times. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I, I think what you said is important that sometimes people don't like to quote unquote, repeat themselves. I'm that type of person when I say something, I don't like to have to say something again, but sometimes you have to. Sometimes you have to repeat. um, I don't get it the first time. No, I'm not saying you. I'm just saying in general, I don't like to repeat myself. Don't take it personally. Okay, I'm just 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 saying, I'm the type of person, generally speaking, I don't like to repeat myself. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people feel that way. They don't like to repeat things. But sometimes you have to do it again because maybe you didn't do it right the first time. Maybe uh, sometimes I have to repeat myself because I didn't say it right the first time. I wasn't clear. My communication wasn't concise. And maybe, um, again, the first time you did it, you did it within your own power. But this time, try again Mm -hmm. to do it in the power and the might of the Lord. You Mm -hmm. can do all things through Christ who gives you the strength. So maybe you need to go back and revisit um, how you and your husband interact, how you and your wife interact. But this time, make sure that Jesus is in the mix and not just you trying to do it within your own power. I don't know who made that song, Jesus is the center of it all. Or in the center of it all. You know? No. You know? I don't know. Okay. You don't know? (laughs) Okay, um, so we have some scriptures. <laughs> he getting ready to get punched, y'all. <laughs> we have some scriptures that we want to share with you. We always want to go back to the Bible because we are a um, Christian podcast, but but Bible based podcast. In Philippians two twelve through thirteen, in the NIV version, New International Version, it says it this way: Therefore, my dear friends, as you have always obeyed not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence. Continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. So I just want, you know, we've been talking about your will and you want to will it, but we also want to look at from God's will. What is God's will concerning your life? And are you lining up with what God wants you to do? Or are you asking God to bless what you're doing? That's two different things. So we just want to make sure before. And again, if you're married, you know, we we are. We are pro marriage here. Um, of course, they're extenuating circumstances. But for generally speaking, for the vast majority of the people who are listening to us that are married, we are pro-married and pro-marriage, and it is, you know, you said I do, so now, God, how how can we make it through this rough patch? Because we're going through this, and it seems like it's been dragging on. We, we're having a hard time communicating. Uh, our finances aren't lining up. Not to say you're broke, anything like that, but it's just 
you'd have two different perspectives on money. Some person, one person wants to spend, other person wants to, to save. And so you have two different visions and how can we come together collectively and have one vision for the house and not two visions? Because when you have two visions, you have division. And so uh, we just want to line up and say, Lord, we want your will to be done. Philippians 2, 12 through 13. That's how it says it in the NIV version. In the Amplified version, I, I'm, usually I don't read the scripture, but I am today. Uh, it says, so then, my dear ones, just as you have always obeyed my instructions with enthusiasm, enthusiasm, excuse me, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, continue to work out your salvation. That is cultivate it, bring it to full effect, actively pursue spiritual maturity Woo! with awe inspired fear and trembling using serious caution and critical self-evaluation to avoid anything that might offend God or discredit the name of Christ. For it is not uh, it is not your strength, but it is God who is effectively at work in you, both to will and to work that is strengthening, energizing, and creating in you the longing and the ability to fulfill your purpose for his good pleasure. So God wants you to fulfill your purpose, but it's his purpose. It's not your purpose. And we sometimes we get caught up in our brand and what we're trying to do and trying to build this business and trying to build this and build that. But that may not be God's purpose for you, especially at this season in your life. And I think also... um, one of the things that I that resonated with me was the part that I said, for his good pleasure. And we do things because we are trying to pleasure ourselves or make mm-hmm. ourselves happy or what about me mentality. And it's not about us. It's not about us having pleasure. It's for God's good pleasure. We fulfill our purpose which is for God's good pleasure. And I just keep repeating that because somebody needs to be reminded that you might be in a place right now where you're not having any pleasure and you're feeling uncomfortable and things are not in a good place and it just doesn't feel good. Mm -hmm. God never said when we got married, it was going to feel good. He never said that Marriage was about making us happy. It's about making us holy. It's for his good pleasure. So we have to have the will to do it, marriage, God's way. We have to have the will to do it. I'm doing quote unquote, y'all can't see me, marriage, uh, to please God, to make sure God is happy. Not because... You trying to make yourself feel good, and I'm not happy right now, so I'm I'm done. Um, no, you're mm-hmm. not done. Did God say, "Well done, thy good and faithful servant"? That's when you're done. <laughs> yeah. When we meet King Jesus at the pearly gates, and God says, "Well done, thy good and faithful servant," because we did good over the marriage ministry that He gave us. It's for His good pleasure. I that just. 
I've never read that um, scripture in that version, but that really resonates with me for his good pleasure. Somebody needs to hear that. And when it's come, when it comes to God's will, I believe you also have to understand God's timing is part of God's will. And I and I'm going to use us as an example. When we uh, graduated high school, we neither one of us went directly to college, but we did. I'm, I'm Girl, okay. I just graduated. <laughs> that, that, so that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm like. Yeah, we didn't here. we didn't go directly to college into college once we graduated, but we both went back, and we went back after our kids were older, and you know we could they, not while they were younger. And I'm not I'm just telling you what we did as as a as a household, and so maybe it's not the time. Maybe God has given you the vision, a vision for the business or to go back to school. But maybe it's not the time because your priority or the priority of the house should be Jesus, your spouse, kids. And if you go back to school or if you start this business right now and the kids are young and you may be taking away time from them. I'm not telling you not to start the business. That is not what I'm saying. I'm not telling you don't go back to school. That is not what I'm saying. What I am saying is make sure Jesus is first. Make sure Christ is in it before you decide to go off and do something that what's the, what would you really want to have a successful business at the expense of your marriage? Or would you really want to have a successful business at the expense of missing out on various things your children will be doing, you know, over the next year or year and a half while you uh, work to get this business up because you'll never get that time back You'll never get those memories back. So I'm not telling you don't go back to school. I'm not telling you don't, you know, do what God told you to do. All I am saying is make sure it's the time to do it, the will to do it. That's what I'm saying. Just want to be clear on that. All right. So also, I uh, just want to give you, I got, we got time for one more scripture. And this is Romans 12, 1 and 2 in the Message Bible. Well, maybe we'll do Message and New Living. Eh, we'll see. So here's what I want you to do. This is the Message Bible. Here's what I want you to do. God helping you take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Again, make sure timing. Don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit in without even thinking. Instead, instead, excuse me, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. We talk a lot about culture. Well, we don't, but there's a lot of <laughs> talk about culture on the internet and social media and things like that. But it's, this, this scripture was written however many thousands of years ago. It's like, don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit in without even thinking. You know, God's will. God, what is your will for me? I don't want to just be out here doing things you know, as they say, trying to get the bag and all this other stuff. 
I'm not telling you don't do that. I'm just saying put Jesus first, put God first, and then make sure that you have him first. And you, if you have him first and you communicate with your spouse, because it's going to take some communication because your spouse may not be on board with whatever it is, then you say, hey, we need to pray about this. We need to pray about you know, moving into this house or moving into this neighborhood or starting this business or doing this or doing that, you know, before we undertake this additional financial, uh, I don't want to say burden, but this financial responsibility, responsibility we need to be in agreement about this. So I know um, we had, I know a couple, uh, a couple that we, we know, and she wanted to go back to school. The wife, the mother, she wanted to go back to school. And the husband asked her, he said, I'm in agreement with you going back to school, but I'm just going to ask that you put it off until the kids are older. And then I have no problem with you going back to school. And so she delayed going back to school, but she did go back to school. And that's what I'm saying. You have to be able to have these conversations and not just be so caught up, or oh, I'm doing it now. God gave me this vision. I'm doing it now and blah, blah, blah. And I'm going 100 miles an hour and forget what you said, forget what you said. There's a way to do things. And you just have to understand, as preachers would say, delay does not mean denied. So just because there's the delay, there is the delay in executing your vision, it doesn't mean it's not going to come to pass. You just don't want to be reckless and go out there and say, well, I'm doing it. God told me to do it and full speed ahead. And now you just wrecked your marriage for lack of a better phrase. And in the new living translation, Romans, same scripture, Romans 12, one and two, it says, and it reads this way, or it reads thus. <laughs> That's what they say in church. And so dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you, to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. So you don't get to know what God's will is for you until you do have to do some things first, which is don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way that you think. That was Romans 12, 1 and 2 in the New Living Translation. Oh, in the Amplified. Good. Oh, I was going to ask, can I read it in the Passion Translation? You may. You shall. The Passion Translation says it as thus. As thus. Beloved friends, what should be our proper response to God's marvelous mercies? To surrender yourselves to God, to be his sacred living sacrifices, and live in holiness, experiencing all that delights his heart. For for this becomes your genuine expression of worship. Verse number two, I like the way it says, stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you 
be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in his eyes. Mm -hmm. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> also, I'm going to give this, and then we'll probably close out. In the Amplified Version, we're giving you scripture, and same scripture, but four different versions. Do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes, uh -oh. so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. And I want to go back to so that you may prove for yourself. You're not trying to prove to somebody else, not trying to, to prove it to, you know, old childhood friends or new people, the people across the street, whoever it may be. You're trying to prove for yourself. I'm so that I can. Uh, I know what God told me and I know I'm going to believe I know I'm going to believe. I believe I'm going to walk out what God told me, and I'm going to do this for myself. I'm not trying to prove anything to anybody else. This is just, I just believe what God told me to do, and I'm going to do it because I believe that is his will for my life. But I also want to make sure I'm operating in the timing of God and not just being reckless. And because he gave me a vision, I'm going to try to execute it at the expense of my spouse, my marriage, my children. That, to me, that's reckless behavior. I just want you to think about that. And we love you. God bless. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.